The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, last week, I don't really know if anybody saw this, but New York apparently lost a Supreme Court case. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> or this, I don't know if it's the city of New York or the uh, the people who run their permit system lost big time. Because New York was a May-issue state, which means they could decide whether or not you could have a permit, and they would determine the criteria for giving these permits. Mm-hmm. And this is odd. They- they could even ask you, or or if they could figure out how you vote, should, they should could say, cause. if you vote Republican, you don't get a gun. Yeah. They could do that. Not anymore. Any any good. type of restriction they wanted to put, they could do. They could just ask you, well, if you eat hot dogs on Tuesday, we're not going to give you a exactly. permit. You know, I mean, it could be any, you had to show cause for right. why you needed it. And then now, they could, still could deny you. Yeah, and they still could deny it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, could you imagine if they did this with any other constitutionally guaranteed right? Well, they would love to, but they can't. I mean, they don't. Well, they, apparently they, don't, they can't. Right. And, well, they, well, that's true, Roger. I was going to say they don't dare try, but I can't really say that because they're they're actually trying to restrict the First Amendment, too. They're trying to restrict the First Amendment? Was it the, what's the search and seizure? or the Fifth and fourth. Fourth, fourth. fourth Amendment with red flag laws? They're going to accuse you of a crime without you actually doing Uh, anything? You're right. I didn't even think about that, Roger. And and what pisses me off more about that is it's the Republicans that got that red flag passed. I know. Red it's, flag laws. It was it's, Republicans' establishment. That yeah, uh, you know, everybody thinks there's such a big difference a big between difference. Republicans and Democrats. There is very little difference there, between them. It's the establishment Republicans. There are, like, the Jim Jordans, the Ted Cruz's, the Mike Lee's. Yeah, but you're talking maybe 10%. Right. Unfortunately, it's too little. Too you're talking a tiny percentage yeah. of Republicans tend to be and, a little more libertarian. And the establishment Republicans, the, the Lindsey Grahams, the McConnells, the Adam Schlesinger, or whatever his name is. And the majority, the, Romneys, the, the majority, majority of the Republicans, they, they're trying to purge the party of people like us or people like right. Jordan or people of the libertarians. Yeah, and we need to we need to push back on that. But so New York is just—I mean, they could just say, "Oh, you know, we don't want you to have one, so we're going to make it as difficult as possible." Unless, unless you know somebody, or you're a politician, or you have some sort of pull with one of the police departments. Basically, it was pure favoritism. From the word go. If you knew somebody or had a way in, you could get the gun permit. Without it, though, you're pretty much stuck at their mercy to decide whether or not your just cause was good enough for them. Exactly. And I just would love to see that instituted with any other... Could you imagine going to the voting booth and say, them saying, why do you want to vote? Oh, well, that's not a good enough reason. You're not allowed to vote. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, oh, that's what they're doing here. That's what they're doing. And you don't even have a constitutional right to vote. Right. It's not even in the Constitution. But this is guaranteed the very second amendment they placed as a law in the Constitution was the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And here it is. They're infringing all over it, stomping it into the dirt, yeah. thinking, oh, well, it's oh, different. Sorry. This is different. Yeah, because... Oh, the times have changed. They go, of course the times have changed. Does that mean you're not allowed to have free speech or freedom of assembly or freedom of religion because the times have changed? Exactly. Absolute, complete bull squeeze. It's ridiculous. Bullshoy. So now what New York has done is they're throwing a little temper tantrum. 
because they lost. So now what they're going to do? This is this this article by this guy is Ranjit Singh. He's just he's hilarious. He's going now. New York has created a list of government-approved mass shooting zones. <laughs> Basically, places where you cannot defend yourself and criminals will be allowed to run rampant with any kind of weapons they want because they're criminals. Well, they're criminals. You know, and do, can, it's funny how they cannot distinguish between criminals and law-abiding citizens. I know. How messed up is it that they're actually – and this and, – and Roger, you're 100% right. These idiot – and that idiot governor in New York – and I would love to hear Mark's opinion on her. <laughs> but Mark the shocks. Mark the shocks. But th- these idiots in New York are actually going to make a list saying, well, if you do, now that we have to give you uh, and, and, and recognize and respect your Second Amendment right, well, we're just going to restrict you. You can't take it in a Anywhere. restaurant. You can't oh, wait. take it in this. But, I mean, I've yeah, got the list. Oh, you do? <laughs> I've got the list. Okay. So what is a criminal going to do? Is a criminal going to look at this list, Roger, and go, oh, I better not go there to commit a crime? Or are they going to go, hey, I got a top ten list it's now. It's like where this I author says, a list of government-approved mass shooting zones. I mean, you know, That's a good way to put it. He's giving them the places to go to commit crimes without any resistance. Yeah, and New York just uh, I mean, what is it he said? What's the uh, list? Oh, oh you, you want to get into Okay. Houses of worship. Okay. We've already had examples and we've already of that. Had examples. And people we've, and we've seen what a gun what a second g- amendment person can do to an to stop a, a mass yeah. shooting in a church. I mean, yeah. this is this is crazy. I mean, cuz the people who go to the regulars, they're going to defend themselves. They're going to defend their 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 parishioners, their their worshipers, friends, their family, people who go there. Mm-hmm. Only one who's not going to who's going to go crazy here is somebody who comes in from the outside meaning to do harm. Right, with the intention, the intent. Now, how could I don't wonder how they can do this? They can specifically call out places of worship as being it, It's going to go back to the courts. This How this can they do that? To, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they what she's doing is is just another way to to enact what they had done before. They don't want you to have a case. They don't want you to be able to protect yourself with a right. gun. So they're they're going to So they're going to make you more vulnerable, yeah. take away whatever protection you might what, be able to muster. I want to know let's like take the Chicago shooting for instance. Chicago will not allow you to have a carry permit. They won't allow anybody, anybody, any citizen that could have, that in that parade that was armed could have stopped that shooter <clears throat> and saved some lives. I would like to see one of the victim's families sue the city right. of Chicago, sue that mayor. Oh, that's going to start because happening. Because of them, they could not protect themselves. Oh, oh. And well. I would love to see that happen. I mean... Let's just jump around a little bit here. All right. Apparently, a Second Amendment attorney warns Denver, you ban concealed carry in parks, prepare to be sued. Oh, well, He's saying, take responsibility. If wow. you're going to ban carry, then prepare to be sued for you taking away my ability to protect myself. Well, thank God. See, we need more lawyers like this. We need more Second Amendment lawyers who are willing to stand up and say, okay, if you missed a restaurant, you're not going to let me do it? Well, then you be prepared for the lawsuit. Right. If you don't take responsibility, yeah. if you don't have armed guards in there to protect me because I, I can't protect myself, then be prepared to pay the price. Yep. And if I sue you to the point to going out of business, so be it. So the next restaurant it. may and, think twice about doing this. And it, and it's, the penalties need to be extremely extreme, severe. Yeah. And, you know, for conservative and libertarian people like us, it's never our our... I can't stand that we've become so litigious. 
but in a case where you're restricting my God-given right to protect myself, then I will sue you to oblivion. That's if, right. If well, you're to. you're ignoring the constitutional right. Yeah. You're making it, you know, you're not observing it. Mm-hmm. So you're breaking the law by taking my right away, and then you don't expect to be held responsible for it? Oh, no. If you're going to do this, you need to be held responsible completely and absolutely to the nth degree. Yeah. Otherwise... I defend myself if anything happens and it's on me. If I can't do it or I do something wrong, then it's on me. I still have to be responsible for anything I do in that situation. But hopefully, you know, this Denver attorney, maybe he'll get some some suits going on here and sue these cities. And then when they have to pay millions and millions of dollars in losses, maybe they'll rethink this. Say, you know what? It's not worth it to try and take people's Second Amendment rights away. Because, I mean, that then you need to take responsibility. That would be great if you make were able to make places sign a release before eating at a restaurant. You say, oh, you need to sign this if I'm not allowed to carry my gun here. This says you will be responsible. And if you're open to the public, you either need to sign it or you need to let me carry. Mm, exactly. You know, that's that's what they need to do. Take responsibility for your actions. If you're going to act ridiculous and you're going to take away someone's right to defend themselves, then be responsible for their safety. Right. You know, now if you have armed guards everywhere and you go in there and you say, well, you know what? These guys are trained. They have guns. I don't think anything's going to happen here. I feel like I'm protected here. That would be fine. You know, that would be an option that you could take. And it better yeah. not be uh, one of those school guards who run away. That's right. <laughs> At the first sight of a problem. Who runs outside and waits until other yeah. police get there before they do anything. Because you hiring somebody at the door <clears throat> who's going to run away isn't going <laughs> to protect me. Right. Then again, they would My be responsible man. if so that happened. They would have to be responsible. Yeah. yeah, they would have to be responsible for anything that happens. So that's interesting in Denver. I'm that's, w- that's great. I'm wondering if that's going to come about. But here we're going to end up with the same thing in New York City. Because, okay, houses of worship, public transportation. No buses, no subways. And there's a long history of attacks in New York's public transit systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's funny because in Israel, it's getting worse. They have a trend offered by they have a security offered by firearm carrying citizenry. That's how Israel protects their public transportation that citizens carry guns. Yep. So I mean, and there, so basically, you be on a subway in a subway station anywhere near public transportation, you will be unallowed to carry a weapon, even with an issued permit. Airports. Okay, airports in theory are not supposed to carry past a certain point anyway. But again, if you're going to and from the airport and not allowed to carry, then basically it opens New York up to lawsuits. You're saying, I can't defend myself in the airport, but you're not going to defend me either. Yep. Mm-hmm. So my problem that I've had for years with, it, with airports is if I take government transportation because I don't want to pay absorbent parking rates. So if I take government transportation to the airport, I can't carry my weapon to protect myself on said government transportation because I can't really put my gun anywhere at the airport and it's right. hard to travel with a gun. You can, though. On, oh, I know you can, but depending on where I'm going. Like, well, I just got back from California. It's, it's very difficult to pack my gun up and send it to California because I can't carry it anywhere in California. Yeah, but you can carry it in a box, stuff. you know. Yeah. Unloaded, I mean, it's just, it's ammo just, seven. It's, it's just a shame. I mean, it really is. It's, it's a, it's a crapshoot with that. If I ever got elected to the great state of Georgia, I think I would put lock boxes in the airport <laughs> so that. That might, I yeah, could that, that's, that could my, be a way yeah, to do I that. Could carry and my weapon so that I can, can check it out. I can be safe on 
public transportation or government transportation, and they can lock my gun in the lockbox, take my flight, come back, retrieve my weapon from the lockbox, and be able to defend myself in the airport. Myself, because look, if you're not familiar with Atlanta and uh, many other cities are like this, it ain't a picnic to go from the airport to the where you want to go where (laughs) you live because you're going through a certain part of town that ain't so good. (laughs) Right. Now, hopefully, I mean, some cities have better public transportation systems than others as far as security goes. Yeah, but some don't. I think in Georgia you're allowed to carry on a train. Oh, you are. Yeah, it's legal. What I'm saying is when I get to the airport, what What do you do with the gun? Yeah, that's the thing. So there should be boxes at the airport. Yeah, in Georgia you can carry pretty much anywhere. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's... um, yeah, I mean, we, there are like certain I, restrictions. Like, like said, you can uh, carry in a place that serves alcohol as long as you're not drinking. You can't drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. If you're not That's, drinking it, yeah. you can carry in a place yeah. like that. Right. Entertain no entertainment venues, movie theaters, right. uh, as if shows. What happened in a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado? Or what about in in I England? Mean, or was it England? Or Ireland, where the guy started shooting up the playhouse or something? Yeah, I don't remember which. That was a long time ago, but yeah. But just, you know, you, whenever you have that many people crammed together, it's a it's a target-rich environment for terrorist criminals, people meaning to do harm. They're going, hmm, I don't have to be that good of a shot if there's, you know, 4,000 people crammed into <laughs> one area. <laughs> so, again, why – this is just giving criminals – a guideline here. Come here and shoot up everybody because no one here can defend themselves. You know, and I understand they want it to be safe, but you know, if you're going to issue a permit, then do the background checks. Make sure people who get the background checks are qualified. You know, as far as they're not they're they're upstanding citizens. They don't have criminal records. They don't have they pass background checks federally and statewide easily. And if there are any red flags or any holdbacks. Do further investigation to make sure they would actually still clear. I have no issue with that at all before issuing a gun permit. Now, granted, there are a lot of people who say, oh, no, it's a constitutional right. You shouldn't have to go ask, undergo any background checks. And I understand the idea behind that. But I realize that most people, if you get a permit, it doesn't really do anything. Like in Georgia now, you don't need a permit anymore. There's permitless carry. Right. But now you still have to undergo a background check to purchase your weapon yep. and to get it. And there's some guy, I don't I can't even remember who it's somebody campaigning on the Stacey Abrams side saying, Oh, now the new uh, Governor Kemp has made it easier for criminals to carry guns without background checks. It's like they're lying through complete their teeth, lie. And they know they're lying. Absolute fabrication. He's just making yeah. if we're just gonna make stuff up, you know, yeah. let's just say, okay, everyone's gonna be issued a phaser gun so they can take yeah, care of themselves. Right. And you can set it on stun if you need to. You know, we're just going to make stuff up. Let's just make it great stories, at least. But, yeah, he said flat out lying to everybody in, a, in an ad. And I wish they could make these people be responsible for that. If you get caught in a lie, you have to be responsible for it. You have to, you have to make a public apology that has to be aired as many times as that ad was aired. That, and they have to pay for it. Because if you're given false information, you need to be responsible for it. It's funny, because you can be held liable, you can be slanderous, but yet if you give false information, you're not necessarily held accountable because it's not specific to one person. It's ridiculous. Okay, so entertainment venue. So you can't carry in a in a playhouse, you can't carry in a movie theater, any hell, in a restaurant that has a piano. Yeah. Right. Would that is that considered an right. entertainment venue? Or a jukebox, is that That's right. Is that considered an entertainment venue? Oh wait. Bars and restaurants that serve alcohol, number five on the list. <laughs> Again, where people gather is where you're going to stop to yeah. tell you you can't carry a gun. 
Now, I understand, like in Georgia, you can carry one in there, but you cannot be drinking. If you're caught drinking with a weapon on you, that's a violation of the state law. But, you know, it's, you know, but, you know, you go to these Italian restaurants with the guys sitting in the back. I bet all of them have guns. They don't care that they serve alcohol. They don't care. care. They don't care. (laughs) You know, that's a... That's something you see in all the movies. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back after these messages. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearm liquidation service at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Yo, on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm Roger V. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening again to America's Web Radio. Right before we left for the break, we were talking about all the places that New York has now allotted as a list of approved mass shooting sites. Okay, not really, but they're telling you where legal, where law-abiding citizens are not allowed to carry guns. That tells me that the criminals are looking at this list going, okay, I can go to all these places and there will be nobody, no no legally armed people will be here because they will be following the law. And if I'm not going to follow the law, I'll go to these places and try and find a, a way to commit a mass shooting or commit robberies or commit crimes that I want to do with the least amount of resistance by by limiting who is allowed to go in here by what they can carry. And right before we left, I think we said bars and restaurants that serve alcohol. Now, that's, you know, and in Georgia, you're not allowed to carry in a place that serves alcohol if you're drinking. Now, if you're not drinking, you're allowed to carry your weapon into the restaurant. They don't want you drunk and stupid with a weapon. I understand that. So, but, you know, there was the one, I think it was in Texas, where the lady had her gun in her car because she wasn't allowed to bring it into the restaurant. And then the attacker, of course, brought his gun in there and started shooting everybody in there, and she had her gun in her car because she was paying attention to the restrictions that the restaurant had placed on carrying within their building. Now, granted, this is another one of those cases where they should be sued 
because they didn't provide protection and they wouldn't allow the citizens to provide their own protection. So that's something that needs to be done. It's just it's ridiculous that these cities can get away with all these restrictions and not be responsible for the citizens. I guarantee you every politician in New York of a certain level has bodyguards, has a gun permit, can carry a gun wherever they want with no questions asked. But because you're just a regular citizen, you're a pawn, you're a little peon, you don't deserve those rights. You didn't earn those. You didn't get elected to a high a high position by other people. Yeah, well, you're still a public servant if you're a politician. And unfortunately, too many politicians have forgotten that, and too many people have forgotten that. There's too many people who go ahead and put these politicians on a pedestal. They do it themselves. They put these politicians above themselves. They're making the mistake of allowing these politicians to think that they have some sort of bearing over the citizenry that they represent. Okay, so bars and restaurants that serve alcohol, no guns in New York. They're basically trying to make it as broad a base as they can, so they'll give you the permit, but you just won't be able to carry it anywhere. Times Square. Okay, that's just an area of New York. They're just going to pick out this one area. I guess they have good, they're going to have to have specific street names to determine where Times Square starts and where it ends. And where are they going to have these people? If you're walking through Times Square, you're going to have to uh, take your gun and bring it back, and then I don't know how that's going to work. So if you're walking around New York City and you happen to hit a certain area of the city, you're going to have to walk around it in order to walk through that area. And Times Square is where a lot of tourists are, and that, of course attracts crime all kinds of crime whether it's muggings shootings whether it's just pickpocketing criminal activity is higher where there's lots of tourism so they're going to make it easier for criminals to commit crimes in Times Square because they will be protected against citizens carrying their own weapons and I'm curious to see how they're going to define Times Square because it's just if you've ever been in New York it's kind of an area it's not it's not like a cordoned off portion of the town it's a little it's a section there that kind of and it kind of varies the edges of it are very, really are, are really vague so they're going to have to determine they're going to have to draw exact lines and determine where Times square is where you're not allowed to carry guns and of course being that it's a high traffic area that's going to be ripe for crime polling sites banning guns at polling sites is to prevent voter intimidation now, a lot of states do this. I understand this is something that's done in a lot of different states. But, you know, it's, it's, and the last time I remember armed intimidation was during Obama. The Black Panthers were standing outside polling areas with batons and other sort of what could be considered weapons, not threatening directly, but standing there intimidating by looking at people or staring them down or, you know, swinging weapons around or things that could be considered weapons. This was the last time voter intimidation had taken place in this country, as far as I know. And that was during Obama's reign of terror. So they're going to limit you from protecting yourself at a polling site. Now, shouldn't they provide armed guards? If that's if that's truly their issue, that they don't want intimidation taking place, maybe they should have armed guards at all these polling sites so no one will commit voter intimidation. Next, educational institutions. Now, this one, oh, it gives me a headache to just think about this. So many shootings take place in schools, college schools, things like that. Why would you want to limit law-abiding citizens from carrying guns there? I mean, you got Virginia Tech, you got Sandy Hook, Uvalde, all these places where it was schools. 
And now a lot of states have instituted campus carry without any problems. There's not been a Wild West rage of shootings going on to any of these schools who have allowed this. So before you say, oh, it's just going to open it up to more shootings by having permits, people who take the time to get a permit are not going to be as likely to commit a crime because they know it is a huge responsibility to have a permit, and they have to be better than those who don't. Almost everybody who has one, they pass a rigid background check, both federal and state, so you're getting people with no previous criminal activity on their record. These are the kind of people you want to carry a gun in an educational institution where somebody could walk in and meet no resistance along the way. That is just ridiculous. I mean, it's funny, though, because I bet if you go to any school attended by any congressman's sons, daughters, non-binary children of any type in Washington, D.C., I bet every single school, every single prestigious school has armed guards protecting their children. But yet they don't want you to have anybody in a school protecting your children. That's what they think of your kids. Your kids are not as important as their kids. I mean, their kids are politicians, sons and daughters. They're worth way more than the average citizen's child. So just think about that next time you vote. These are the people who don't think you're as important as they are. They don't think your children are as important as their children. So, you know, consider that. And get a permit and carry, you know, and carry wherever you can. If you feel like you're up to the responsibility. After educational institutions, we have daycares, playgrounds, and places where children gather. Again, (coughs) give the criminals the list of where they need to go so they can commit the most heinous crimes possible with nobody available to stop them. It's just, it's like they don't even know the difference between a law-abiding citizen and a criminal. They can't distinguish the difference. They think everybody who carries a gun is a criminal. That's what they truly believe. If you carry a gun, oh, you must be a criminal of some sort. The fact that you might use that weapon to protect yourself or innocent people doesn't even come near to hitting on their radar. But yet, again, all their children, their bodyguards 24-7. Bloomberg has bodyguards around him 24-7. Multiple bodyguards carrying whatever weapons they want with no restrictions. Why? Because he thinks he's better than you. He's a citizen of the United States, but because he has money and he's been a politician, he thinks he's better than you. He thinks he deserves better than you. He thinks his family and children deserve better than you. Don't let these politicians get away with this. It is such an elitist bunch of crap that I just can't stand it, that they think their families, their houses, their kids are more important than yours. They're not. They're public servants, and that's the only thing they are. They are representatives. They represent us. They don't rule over us. You know, they're not in control of anything. They're there to serve the people who voted for them. But unfortunately, we've lost that. We've lost that idea. So daycares, playgrounds, places where children gather. Let's not protect the children. We're just going to put up a no-gun sign. That's how we're going to protect our children. We'll protect our money, our gold, our diamonds with guns, but we're not going to protect the children with anything but a sign that says gun-free zone. Yeah, again, how stupid can you get? Forrest Gump said it's best. Stupid is as stupid does. And here we go, letting the politicians make us into stupid people. Libraries. Uh, Why would this be a place you'd want to restrict gun carry? 
I don't understand that at all. It's just, well, because you know why? And I'm going to state this pretty clearly. They want to put as many possible things on this list as they can. They want to restrict carry in so many places that it's they're going to make it difficult for even the most law-abiding citizen to be able to carry a gun anywhere in New York City. Just the fact that if you have to walk through a certain area of the city, you're going to be restricted as to whether you can carry or not. Now, granted, there will be some people who carry their guns right through the middle of Times Square, and no one will be any wiser to it. No one will ever know, because unless it was needed, that gun would never see the light of day or be shown to anybody if they're a responsible, hardworking, law-abiding citizen with a permit. You're never going to know, because they're going to do it anyway. A lot of these people will not go out of their way to follow laws that are uh, so obviously illegal. Any law that takes God-given rights away, constitutionally granted rights away from you, how can that possibly be legal? I don't even know. All government buildings. New York is pretending that the 2019 Virginia Beach municipality shooting never happened. Again, you take guns away from law-abiding citizens, that opens up the doors for the criminals to come and commit whatever acts they want and feel safe about it. So, you know, and it's even people who work in these buildings, they're not allowed to carry. You know, and a lot of these ha- people have jobs where they have to tell people no or can't help people get what they want without going through the right, you know, the right procedure. And these people get angry. Why would they not be allowed to protect themselves against potentially angry criminals coming in to do some paperwork or get a permit or do something they want to do? Courthouses. That meets their definition of sensitive places. Yet, I mean, and I understand that most of these have controlled entry. You go through metal detectors, through scanners, and they don't let anybody carry a gun except the police who are on duty. And they do have police on duty with guns, so they do provide security in courtrooms. This one is kind of it's kind of universal throughout the United States. I don't think they allow anybody to carry guns in courtrooms except judges and possibly police officers on duty, the bailiffs and such. But just one more place in New York is trying to go all around. Now, this is inside the secure area. Now, they haven't determined whether this allows guns outside the courtroom. Can they be on courthouse property but not inside the courtroom? Don't know yet. This is stuff they're throwing together last minute to try and, you know, spit in the face of the Supreme Court that ruled against them with their May issue discriminatory junk that they were trying to push. Next, health and medical facilities. New York was the city where the 2017 Bronx-Lebanon hospital attack happened. There was another hospital attack in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, New York lawmakers want to make sure the next time a medical facility is attacked, the the death toll will be high enough to where it will qualify as a mass shooting because no one in there will be able to stop the mass shooter. They just don't seem to grasp the concept that law-abiding citizens with guns are oftentimes the only thing that stands between a criminal and a mass shooting. There have been so many times when a law-abiding citizen has stopped a shooter before he became a mass shooter. But that doesn't fit the agenda, so they don't want you to know about that. They don't want you to know about the guy who stopped somebody after he shot one person. Because he had his own weapon and he returned fire when he started blazing away at people. That's what they don't want. They don't want you to be able to protect yourself. They want you to think the government can protect you no matter where you go, no matter what you do. So, again, 
let's give the criminals a list of where they can go to commit these crimes without any kind of resistance. Public demonstrations and rallies. Now, this is more recent, I think, because, I mean, it would... I don't know how they would determine if you're in the middle of a public street and there are people protesting, even if you're not involved in the protest, does that mean you can't carry a gun into this area? It's uh, That's going to be very hard to determine who's actually involved, who's not, and what's going on there. I mean, that means you could make an entire city a gun-free zone if there's any kind of rally or demonstration or even a pu- would a public festival count? As a rally or demonstration, would a music festival count? Uh, a music festival would fall under their entertainment clause. So no matter where the music festival is or what kind of ground it covers, that is something they could say you can't carry a weapon there. New York is basically giving all the criminals a list of what they can and can't do, where they can and can't do it, and they're giving them the easiest access to the most number of unarmed people possible. So way to go, New York. Way to set it up and make it easier for the criminals. And then you're going to complain about the guns when the criminals violate your laws. You've got these laws there. The only ones who are going to abide by these laws are law-abiding citizens. The criminals are not going to give two squirts about what you think. They're going to do what they want to do. They're going to commit the crimes. They're going to harass, rob, shoot the people there. They don't care. They're criminals. So we'll have to see how that comes out. I mean, it's like... Are they going to have to go back to court and determine that New York can't make the entire city in a gun-free zone? Are they allowed to have gun-free zones at all, or does that violate Second Amendment rights completely? You know, it's it's going to get it's get, something's got to come to of this. They can't just decide that every place in New York is a gun-free zone, and that's how they're going to keep their permit mandates in place. By just saying, oh, no, if it's within the city limits of Manhattan or Brooklyn or Bronx or Queens or Staten Island, then you're not allowed to carry a gun in any of those city limits. You can carry one anywhere else in the state of New York, but just not in New York City. And I have a feeling if they push this through and they don't get resistance right away, they're going to start expanding on these areas, expanding on portions of the city. It's going to be any tourist area. So that means Southport, the Financial District, um, Chinatown. They're going to just start throwing all these different areas into the mix of where you're not allowed to defend yourself, of where a citizen who has proper permits is not allowed to carry a weapon. So they're going to use backdoor gun control because cities can make limits as to where they want people to carry weapons. And it looks like New York is going to go above and beyond, go completely overboard and cover as much as many square miles as they can. So even if you have a permit, it's going to be rendered almost useless by the limitations that they're going to put on it. So there you go. If you're in New York, you know, we won the lawsuit there, but New York is not happy, and they're throwing a little temper tantrum, and they're going to just say, oh, we're we're not going to allow carry anywhere in the city anyway. So you can get a permit, but it won't be any good. Instead of embracing this and saying, you know what, we would like to offer free training to anybody who wants to carry a gun to be able to help police officers, to be able to help citizens if somebody does attempt a mass shooting. Wouldn't that be the way to protect the most number of citizens? Offer assistance to get people trained as well as possible if they are going to carry a gun. So they can help provide help and protection to other citizens. Because the police cannot be everywhere, especially the New York police, because now they're hesitating to get involved in stuff. They're not answering calls because the city is not supporting them. They're taking away their protections. They're not. They're no longer allowed to have the protections they once enjoyed. And I understand you don't want bad cops 
committing crimes or doing things improperly. But I also understand that people with who have permitted weapons are usually the most responsible with them. And until New York realizes that, they're going to continue to do these anti-Second Amendment, anti-constitutional laws to try and limit who has a weapon and where they can take it. Which, again, just opens up the doors for criminals to go, oh, let me see where I can go today to commit a crime where there's going to be no weapons. There we go. So beware, New York. I have a feeling your lawsuit troubles are not over with yet. It's coming back. And like we talked about a few minutes ago, there's an attorney in Denver that says he's going to start suing the city if they don't allow carry in parks. Now, that's just one area. Now, could you imagine if you did apply this to restaurants or theaters or anywhere where a private business is allowed to restrict your rights, but only gun rights? They can't restrict your freedom of speech. They can't restrict anything else that's guaranteed in the Constitution. Only gun rights are susceptible to private businesses' interpretation. But if they do interpret that you're not allowed to carry one within their walls, they need to be held responsible when something goes wrong. They need to be the ones to be sued. And when they lose their businesses because they couldn't provide protection and something happened there, it's not the act of God. It was the act of that business who decided to refuse people the right to protect themselves. So I, I want to see a lot more of this. I would love to see restaurants have to take responsibility. It's funny because in the state I'm in, we're in Georgia here, and we every business here has a sign that says they are not responsible for any possibility of you contracting COVID-19. And that if you come in there, you come in of your own free will and you decide whether you want to be vulnerable or not. And that's, you know, and that's a perfect decision to have to make. Are you allowed to protect yourself? Absolutely. If you want to wear a mask, if you want to wear goggles, if you want to, you know, breathe through a straw, I don't care. You're allowed to do that when you go into any of these businesses. You're allowed to protect yourself in whatever way you see fit. However, when it comes to guns, they won't provide you any protection, but they don't want you to provide protection either. And if they don't allow you to provide that protection, they need to be held responsible. I want to see a rash of lawsuits against any business who has any type of violence committed on their property when they have a sign-up that says no guns allowed or no carrying on this property. They need to be held responsible. All right. Well, that's something that's I hope that comes about in the future. I hope people start realizing if you're going to restrict my rights, then you need to take on that responsibility. You need to be the ones to that. The buck stops with you if you're going to do that. We'll see. Let's I hope this lawyer in in Denver gets several people who decide they want to sue the city for not being able to defend themselves. That's going to be something that's uh, it's coming. It's coming, and it's coming fast. Hopefully, it'll happen sooner rather than later, and we'll reverse some of these ridiculous laws that are on the books. Now, the New Jersey governor, <coughs> excuse me, he has decided he wants to ban concealed carry in restaurants and more. He's making, apparently, the governor of New Jersey is making a list now of approved mass shooting sites in Jersey also. So... He's saying these places must be exceptional in nature because they don't have a history of public carry. Well, that's exactly the point. The laws are changing. And you're most susceptible in these high-density areas. You know, he's saying, okay, places with inherently vulnerable populations, daycare, child care facilities, hospitals, health care centers, long-term care facilities, nursing homes. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Yeah, why should those people be protected? You don't care about them. You don't care about those people. I bet your kids go somewhere that's protected. 
but locations of First Amendment protected activities, such as anywhere governmental bodies may meet, polling places, courthouses, police stations, places where demonstrations, protests, or licensed gatherings may occur. Now, a licensed gathering, would that include the Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving? Would you not be allowed to carry a weapon anywhere in New York City that's along the parade route? Are they going to try and enforce that? Are they going to have metal detectors coming into every sidewalk that lines the several-mile-long portion of the Macy's Parade? It's ridiculous. They, can't, they don't have the facilities to do that. And besides, that could be one of the most vulnerable spots to be if something were to happen. If something were to go wrong, that's not where I would want to be. That's one reason why I avoid crowds a lot of times, because I can't protect myself in a huge crowd. Because a lot of times you're not allowed to carry your weapon into these places, and New Jersey is making sure that the criminals are protected when they go into these areas. Stadiums, amusement parks, government buildings, restaurants... And here in New Jersey, they're not even saying restaurants that serve alcohol. So anywhere people gather to eat could be a restaurant. If you're, uh, you know, public parks are probably listed there. Now the thing is, I can't imagine this is going to stand for very long. It's just there's too many restrictions. And now, now private properties are allowed to declare whether they want to be a gun-free zone or not. And as of yet, they're not help, being held responsible. But I hope that's going to change when they become responsible for that. I wonder if they're going to change their attitude any. Yes, sir, Legend Dave. Roger, you know, the one thing that I have never heard, and you can respond to it whichever way you want to, maybe it would be a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. But I never hear of anybody saying, okay, well, if you carry, why don't you wear a badge or why don't you wear a little display I carry? Because then you're a target. Then you're a target. Yeah. If, if a criminal walks in the room, he's going to shoot the guy with the badge first because he knows that guy's got a gun. That would be a terrible idea. That's why cops don't normally wear their uniforms when they're off duty. Because otherwise, you know, when they're wearing that uniform, they are a target. They are usually the first ones that are going to get singled out in the event of some sort of criminal activity involving guns and shooting. That's why cops don't wear their uniforms when they're off duty, and they usually don't display badges when they're off duty because they don't want to... You know, I'd much rather have the element of surprise on my side if, if it became necessary. You know, I'd rather him think, oh, nobody in here has a gun. And if I did, you wouldn't know it until it was too late. The, uh, the other thing is, and there, even the reason I brought it up was about your mention of being in crowds and so forth and so on. But, you know, the concerts used to provide their own protection. Right. They had security guards there, yes. And... Uh, they wore security T-shirts or whatever, you know. Right. It said security. Do they not anymore? I don't know. I'm, I'm too young to go. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to a concert in a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that. I mean that. You know, the security guards. I mean, great if you see them, you can yell for help. Now, a lot of times, the security guards at concerts that I've seen are not armed. Sometimes they have a baton or something like that, or you know, something to push people around with or poke people with if they have to, kind of push the crowds around if something happens. But rarely do they have guns because in that type of high density situation, keeping the gun secure would be difficult. I believe. You know, what's to keep some kid from grabbing it while you're walking by? And you know, with you know, you got twenty thousand people in a stadium and a, a security guard's trying to get through to an altercation. What's to keep somebody from snatching that gun out of the holster? Now, granted, there are 
better security on some holsters than others, but why would you even take a chance on that? Why would you take the risk that someone could snatch a gun from you? And cops have to deal with that risk all the time. And there are a variety of holsters that have a, several different locks or methods of locking that can be undone with one hand when you once you learn how to use them. Pull with your fingers, push with your thumb, the gun comes out, which would be difficult for someone who's not wearing the holster to do one-handed opposite a police officer or security guard but still most of the security guards don't have weapons training beyond very minor stuff like i say being able to push people around with a club or baton or something like that so i don't think you want those security guards having guns if you can help it because most uh concerts they have metal detectors so even a criminal trying to get a gun in would have a more difficult time Maybe that's their way of helping provide security for the concert goers. Of course, it was Vegas where the guy was shooting from a, what, a 16, 18-story building, shooting down into the crowd, and he managed to shoot a lot of people. But he wasn't on the concert grounds, though. So how would this law have helped them? It wouldn't. He was in a hotel hundreds of, hundreds of yards away, blasting away into a crowd, but he wasn't even at the concert. So it's just, yeah. And it's great how these... These governors go, oh, yeah, it doesn't really care about hurting gun owners or what the SCOTUS had to say because he still doesn't view the Second Amendment as a real right. So he doesn't even respect the Constitution. He took an oath to uphold the Constitution, all of it, not just some of it, not just the portions he likes. He has to support it all. He has to enforce all of it. But he doesn't care because he doesn't believe it's a right. And this is the kind of people we're electing, and this is the kind of people who need to be prosecuted when they say stupid stuff like this. They're clearly saying that they're not going to enforce the law. An oath that they took when they took office. They put their hand on a Bible, and they swore to uphold the Constitution, and then he turns around and says he doesn't believe it's a real right, but he swore to uphold it anyway. So he's a flat-out liar. And yet people will still vote for this guy because they they believe, too, that the Second Amendment is not a real right. So where do you go? I mean, how do you stop this from becoming mainstream? I don't know. It's going to be really tough because too many people out there don't know how to protect and defend themselves. There's too many people who couldn't defend themselves against a, an irritated Boy Scout, much less a criminal with a gun. So we'll have to see. I mean, all these cities trying to, you know, disarm everybody. I guarantee that, what's his, as a mayor? Yeah, the governor of New Jersey. I guarantee you he has armed guards at his disposal 24-7 without hesitation. Why? Because he thinks he's better than you. Stop voting for people who think they are better than you. They are representatives. If they don't represent you, they're not doing their jobs. If they don't uphold the Constitution that they swear on a Bible to uphold, they're not doing their jobs. And they're lying, committing perjury. What else? You know, then they need to be prosecuted for this. If they commit perjury under law, they need to be prosecuted. Bring them down. They need to go away. People who don't respect our laws don't need to be in office. But, again... I blame that on the voters. If you vote for somebody who doesn't uphold the Constitution, who doesn't support your rights, then you're making that choice with your push in the ballot box. When you go to that voting poll, when you pull that lever, push that punch, touch that screen, you're making a choice. And if you vote for someone who doesn't believe in your rights, you're voting to give them more power than they ever deserve. And you can't let that happen. That's how we ended up 
1776 fighting a battle for the freedom of our country. And we're going to end up being in the same exact spot if we keep electing or try to call it electing. Who knows now with the way they run the elections now if they're even legit or not. But when you have somebody wanting to carry guns for themselves but you're not allowed to carry them, that is not equality under the law. That is one of the most basic things that supports all of our constitutional rights is equality under the law. No one is above the law. Now, of course, politicians are above the law. Why? Because they deem it so. And they only want to enforce laws that they respect or they think are real. The fact that a government politician who took an oath to uphold the Constitution is sitting there yelling, he doesn't believe the Second Amendment is a real right, then why did you swear to uphold it? Uh, the the irony, the hypocrisy here just runs rampant. And unfortunately, most people will never realize that these politicians they vote for have no respect for them whatsoever. They just use their offices as a way to gain power, favor, and to find advantages financially. They don't care about you. They don't care about the voters. They don't care about the citizens. You're just in their way most of the time. That's literally how most of these people see you. You're just in the way of them doing what they want to do. So don't let this happen. We have elections coming up in a few months. Make sure you read where these people stand on certain things. Look how they voted on certain things. You know, I know it's a lot of time it takes to do the research. If you have somebody who's active in politics, ask them. See if they know. Do shorthand work of it. With the Internet, you can find anything you want. You can look at their voting records. You can look at where they stand on certain items. You can look at how they feel about certain amendments. Do they believe in freedom of speech? Do they believe in freedom of religion? Do they believe in the right to keep and bear arms? If they don't, maybe you should consider twice voting for them based on the way their hair is styled or the color of their suits or how shiny their shoes are. Does Warnock... Does Warnock believe that uh, an automobile is a weapon? Apparently not, because he ran over his wife's foot, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, I saw some of that altercation, and she was he was trying to leave without engaging her any further. But she kept getting closer and closer. She was pushing up against the car. She was going out of her way to try and stop him from leaving. So I, I watched that scene, and it's like, you know, if someone shoves their foot under your tire as you're driving away, are you responsible for that? <laughs> Ultimately, I don't know. Now, granted, he actually said something that I completely agree with. I know, I know. <laughs> this almost never happens. <laughs> But he was talking about the abortion issue, and he said he doesn't think the government needs to be in a patient's room with the patient, the doctor, and their family. There's no room for the government in that room. That is a decision. Health care should be decided based on the patient's needs, the doctor's recommendations, and what the family and the patient ultimately decide. The government doesn't need to be in that room when those decisions are being made. It's none of their business. No matter where you stand on that issue, it needs to be that needs to be something that's decided. If you decide against it, fine, decide against it. If you decide for it, that's your decision. You do what you want. That's and that's in my humble opinion. In this host's humble opinion, I don't believe I have a right to tell somebody else what they can and can't do if it doesn't affect me directly. So we'll have to see. I mean, it's not in the Constitution. It wasn't guaranteed. It wasn't one of the first Ten Amendments. So you know what? 
it's a power that goes back to the states. Now, if the states start restricting this right, that's where we're going to run into issues. But you know what? States and federal law have been conflicting for years, have been, you know, uh, butting heads for a long time now, and it's only getting worse. The gun control issue is one of the biggest ones. All these states have all these extra restrictions that are not federal law. They're putting limits on Second Amendment rights, and yet it is being allowed. They're allowed to do this. For years, I mean, until this last week, New York was allowed to say, no, we're not going to give you a gun permit unless you prove to us why you need one. And even then, we're going to have to determine whether or not we think it's a good enough reason. And yet, clearly, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The very Second Amendment in the Bill of Rights, in the first ten amendments laid out in the Constitution, the second one is the right to keep and bear arms. And they feel like it's not a real right, and they have a right to restrict it as much as they want to by passing ludicrous laws to try and, oh, quote-unquote, protect the people. Why don't people protect themselves to some extent? Granted, there are police officers and military officers that help protect our people. Absolutely. But when you're home alone and someone's kicking in your door at 2 a.m. and seconds count, remember, cops are minutes away, if that. You're, you have to be responsible. You have to be your own first responder. And if you don't want to carry a gun, that's fine. You know, get extra security for your house. Be able to call a private security company. Hire them to be able to be the one they call with a gun that they can get to you and protect you. But you know what? Most people need to take that responsibility on their own. <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be deadly force. You can use weapons with non-deadly options to help defend yourself. Granted, personally, I don't want to have somebody accidentally hit with a beanbag in the foot and then shoot me in the head. That would not be my idea of protecting my family, myself, my property, nothing oh, like that. A good M1A1 is not Abrams. Yeah, M1A1. yeah, yeah. M1A1, a garage. Yeah, yeah. Sitting in your uh, living room. An M1A1, M1, yeah, rifle, just, 308 rifle, absolutely. Just... just uh, Move the turret around a little bit. And or have a aim cannon. It, aim it at the front door. <laughs> Who was it say you can't have cannons? Who was that? Biden was saying you can't have cannons. Turns out you can. And you don't even need a permit to own a cannon. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, an Abrams M1A1 <laughs> tank. tank. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It won't fit in most apartments, but, you know, maybe they can make smaller versions. Well, they probably could. I've got a friend that owns a tank. Uh, yeah. And you, he's a doctor. <laughs> you can buy them. Now, what they need is a Prius tank conversion kit <laughs> buy the parts to convert your prius into a mini tank <laughs> well unfortunately uh it has the cannon on it and all that but uh, you can't get shells right i mean a grand restriction if push came to shove he could probably find a way to make shells <laughs> i mean don't put it past anybody who wants to do something now granted he's probably a law-abiding citizen who wants to follow the rules because he want, likes to keep his tank and he's not going to do anything to jeopardize his rights to keep that vehicle as he wants it. But you think criminals are going to abide by those same laws? Do not count on it. You know, I want to I do want to clear up one thing from the standpoint of America's web radio. Uh, we are not pro-choice. We are. We feel like the baby has the rights just like you and I have rights, and we are pro-life, totally. And uh, I don't disagree with the government sh shouldn't be in the in the same room. However, uh, I think 
it all comes back down to responsibility. If you're responsible enough to have a baby, then you're responsible enough to take care of it. And that's something we can argue from now to the end of time, and no one will change their mind. Nope, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> so right. So it's like, you know what? I wanted to clarify where this Where station, station management stands on that. Gotcha. Yes. So with that being said, uh, we got a couple of minutes to go. Um, it's been good as always. And, uh, you know, I think it's like... I say this or many times I've said it, and it's true on almost, well, no, it's true on every show we do. And this is where we're falling so short as a society goes, and that is education, education, and more education. Whether it's if you want to get your license to carry, there are some, and they will. If you uh, if you've been in the military, that passes. But at the same token, go out, become educated on that weapon, and then go get your license. Right. And or go or if you go shoot weapons, go with somebody who is educated, so they can give you get you started off on the right foot. Exactly. And then. Because I've had people go shoot a weapon, they did it, and they realized this is not for me. I don't like it. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't think I'll ever feel comfortable doing it. Then don't do it. Yeah. You have a choice. And uh, there are many other things. Uh, The medical issues that we uh, talk about on uh, the doctor's lounge, there's so many things that, and it's so easy with our computers today. Oh, and by the way, I I want to... uh, uh, pump a show. A friend of mine told me about this, and uh, over the fourth, I started watching it and got got hooked on it. Uh, it's on the History Channel, and it's called Skinwalker Ranch. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of Walker, Texas Ranger, but never Skinwalker yeah. Ranch. No, this is Skinwalker Ranch, and it's in what's the premise? Northern. It's in northern, northeastern Utah, up in the very corner of, of Utah. And uh, this, the skinwalker comes from the fact that uh, the Arapahoes and Ute Indians uh, were having this big war between themselves. And uh, as it turned out, it was called Skinwalker, and this was ah. how they got the name. However, what this whole series is about is UFOs, and it's all documented. Every second of it's documented, and it's it's very, very interesting. And what they're doing and, you know, what they show that they've captured on video. And um, You just got to know that aliens lock their doors to their spaceships when they drive past Earth, just (laughs) like we do when you ride to a bad neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, Anyway, it's very interesting. So with that being said, we got to get out of here. We're, and we are out of here. So take care, and we'll see you next week on America's Web Radio and Locked and Loaded. Ah, excellent. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.